This is the Hawthorne 73 Drive Podcast. Design, rigor, innovate, victory, everyone. What's driving you? Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the D73 Drive Podcast. I am one of your hosts, John Reed, the Director of Instructional Technology at Hawthorne School District 73 in Vernon Hills, Illinois. Snowy, Snowy. Vernon Hills, Illinois I can't this morning. Believe it. Yeah. This is Karen Maturo, the Assistant Superintendent of Innovative Learning. I feel badly I was not here the last podcast. So <laughs> we I, know, you. <laughs> I know I, I said I'm like, oh my goodness, I feel terrible. But today we have such a fun topic. So today we are talking about uh, we're back to D and D is our design episode. So today we're talking about gamification. I don't know if anybody out there has heard of gamification. Uh, whether you've heard of gamification, I'm using my quote fingers. Uh, <laughs> you are using Gamification. Um, if you have not heard of gamification, I would hazard a guess and say you've probably played a game. Yes. At some point I hope time, so. I somebody, hope our listeners played have played a game you at played one game. time in their Even life. if you don't know it, you've probably played a game. So we'll, and we'll talk a little bit about that today. But um, the idea behind that is gamification is the idea of taking the most motivational pieces, the most motivational techniques and elements of a game and applying it to a non-game setting. Mm -hmm. So specifically, the reason why we're talking about it is because for the last, I don't know, it's probably been at least 10 years at this point, there have been different uh, attempts to kind of gamify learning mm -hmm. and find ways to gamify learning or gamify professional, professional development, development or Remember gamify, right, gamify <laughs> other types of training. And so... One of the things we want to talk about today is just kind of getting started with that. We have already kind of planned to right. come back in a few weeks and do another episode where we do a deeper dive. Yes. Um, I went through and kind of did a quick design of what this could look like specifically. Mm -hmm. So we'll do that. But we don't want, later, we want to show teachers yeah. and everyone listening that this is an easy way to do. I love the, the, SEL component of playful context. So yeah. they talk about how to make your content and into a playful context. What a great way to yeah. have your classroom feel like it's a game we're all having some fun, competitive mm -hmm. type things, or we're working together on a team to reach a goal. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and you might be thinking, well, why? Like, why should I gamify things? And that's part of it. It's <laughs> the, I mean, think about it this way. The power of play um, just, I mean, that kind of inspires that inspires joy, it inspires Absolutely. engagement. It's, I mean, there's all kinds of ways. We've talked about, I think when we've mentioned like immersive learning. Right. We've talked about the idea of VR and AR and some of those things so and esports and, e and whatnot, but how that immerses the students both maybe either physically, mentally, emotionally. Well, which is key yeah, which as is we key. keep talking about. If you're having fun while you're learning, yeah. you risk take, you learn more deeply, mm -hmm. it's proven by fact. Yeah. And it's more engaging, let's face it. Coming into a classroom and just learning about writing skills is very different than gamifying it mm -hmm. and saying, let's do it for points, competing against other. We're adding that engaging, yeah. playful, joyful element. And yeah. who doesn't want that in their classroom? Right, and, and think about it, I mean, that's, that's yes, where you really start to get kids self-motivated. Uh -huh. Because, I mean, have you ever, anybody who has known a child, have you ever had to sit down and say, hey, 
Would you focus and play your game? <laughs> exactly. I, I've never run into that problem. The only problem is before. the sore loser kids. Right. I have right. a few nieces and nephews that, that like the sore losers. Okay. Sore losers well, like, that's a lesson you can build into exactly. the game. Exactly. So, that's a yeah. great SEL Team, teamwork lesson. and how to maybe lose graciously. And, exactly. Yeah. What I loved about gamification and all the articles that we're going to share, et cetera, is that they, they list that there's action in games, mm-hmm. and that's our objectives, our standards. So knowing it's not going going off on a tangent it's still using those same standards or targets mm-hmm. but we put them into action it's social there's competition yeah. friendly competition as we said you know sore losers mm-hmm. bad winners we yeah. know those people yeah. too mm-hmm. there's mastery that's your scoring like how are you getting to mastery which we all know is very important Hattie talks about how do you know if you're mastering something or not mastering something? That's is built in. And then our achievement and awards. You said immersion, which is so important. The role playing. I am this character in our game. You're this character. How do we work together or against each other? And my favorite, your favorite, creativity. Yeah. Customization. Yeah. This is creative play. Um kids will want to come to your classroom mm-hmm. when you're doing gamification. Yeah. Let's face it. I mean, we both had experience mm-hmm. in our own classrooms using gamification and it brings content to a deeper level and a higher level yeah. of fun, engagement, and like we said, application and transfer. It's what we talk about every mm-hmm. single week on this podcast. Yeah. Well, and th- there's been several different examples of this that I know that I've experienced lately. I mean, I, you talk about the things that kind of the things that, that make up the elements of, of gamification. Other things to think about too are when you, if you're wanting to set something like this up, one of the first things to consider is what's your theme? Yep. You know, and your theme That's should fun. be something that is interesting to your students, but it should also be interesting to you because right. you as the teacher, you're going to be carrying this theme through the mm-hmm. rest of the unit or trimester or however long you carry this It'd theme for. It'd be great to and relate to content too, right? right? Like right. That so would you, be awesome. You get that theme and your theme relates to your content. Um, you develop the setting, you develop characters, and like you said, you develop the action. And yes. the action is all I the activities it. that go along and with And the this. objectives are your activities. Right. Exactly. Like you've so, got to get to this level. Right. And that could be writing a narrative essay. Yeah. That could be the action. And that's something that like several years ago, in my classroom, I actually went through some training and, and um, implemented this in one of my classrooms. I, I got permission to try this out in one of my classrooms. And for a limited amount of time, I still, you know, I still gave grades in the grade book and everything else, but for a limited amount of time, I actually changed some things in my classroom so that every student had a, like a power meter. Mm-hmm. And as they were Love completing it. different activities, and they, this is where the personalized learning stuff yes. comes in too. Totally. The way I had set it up was there was this whole system that I had gone through training on and that I had kind of, um, you know, I implemented that in my classroom. I had built all the different activities, put them through, and then students could follow their own pathway. You know, mastery path, we mm-hmm. use mastery path, because we've, yeah, we've talked about that before, learning. personalized mm-hmm. learning. Um, they kind of followed their own mastery path, picking the different activities. If they weren't interested in reading this short story over here, right. they didn't have to. They could read this story over here, or this set of poems, or exactly. this article, or whatever. And so they had a lot of choice. They Which got to be able to choose. Which we know is important yeah. to kids wanting to learn, right? right? That engagement strategy of having choice. Yep. And they got immediate feedback from me because I could immediately, when the system told me they finished this one, I could immediately look, I could immediately grab, uh, give some, the, give them some XP, some yep. experience points. Um, and then their meter went up a little tick. Mm-hmm. So instead of 
looking at a grade of like, oh, I got a 74 on this, or I got a B on this, or I got a, they had a little meter that said, I this is that. how far you are from mastery. It's, it's so, so it wasn't a, oh man, I didn't do well on that. It was, look how I'm getting closer. I know. And, that's and look they, where I am now. And look where which, I am now. Which Hattie always talks about. Right. Look, look where I am now. Look where I have to go. And I can do all these things yeah. to get there. Yeah. I, I know you and I have talked about, my, I, I do think the way I went to grammar school changed how I view educational instructional practices. Mm-hmm. I I basically was able to work at my own pace my entire, at least I know of, I can remember, it was sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. We were at our own pace. And so I had, I knew what the objectives were. I knew yeah. what the action was. I paced myself out how fast I wanted to go. And as I was, as we were talking about this earlier, I have a friend, Ronnie Massiola. If you're ever listening, Ronnie Massiola, him and I were so competitive with one another mm-hmm. in a good way. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to finish this unit faster. I'm going to, and we were, we still talk about it to this day, 45, 50 years later mm-hmm. about those classrooms where it was com- a good competitive fun, but we were yeah. learning and we were plotting ourselves yeah. On your, I love you said that power meter, mm-hmm. yeah. and could see where you're going. We know how important feedback is to yeah. kids. They need to know I've got this or I don't have this. Yeah. We went to leap personalized learning. That's all they talked about. Mm-hmm. Kids need to know where they are. They need to be yeah. able to self-assess. They need to make changes. Gamification does this, mm-hmm. and it's fun. Right. And it doesn't mean taking the things that we already have and throwing it right. out the window. I love it's that. Not that. that. Exactly. It's, it's not getting rid of what we have. It's not, in fact, in a lot of ways, it's not even It's not even changing the resources Exa- that we already have access exactly. to. Exactly. It's adding this layer of gamified engagement on yeah. top of it. Um, you know, so it does, and, and I don't want to, I don't want to sugarcoat anything for anybody. Right. It takes a lot of work. Right. You know, if you really and truly want to dive into this, you can do it in really small ways. You can. And I think that would be a great way to start is pick a pick a couple of lessons, pick mm-hmm. a unit, pick, you know, something. I mean, there are people, there are teachers, um, some of the ones that I've seen on Twitter and a couple other places that they do this for their entire year. Right. Um, or they do There's it for... There's high schools you know, and colleges that right, do this. I've that seen badges and, and micro I mean, so you badging. Can, you can get to that point, right, with the badging yes. and micro learning and things like that. You can get to that point where this is... Right. Everything. Uh, you know, you could have a different theme every trimester. Mm-hmm. You could have a trimester one adventure theme, a trimester two time travel theme, a trimester right. three dinosaur theme. I'm already what, what excited. Do you want to do? I, I want to be in this class. I know. Um, <laughs> I'm like, I have to do But this. yeah, I mean, it's you, you don't, you're not throwing out anything exactly. to put this on top of it. It's basic. I think of it as putting a layer oh. of gamification over the things that we Absolutely. already have. Um, so yeah, I, I would say, and like I said, we're going to do in a few we're weeks, gonna we're going to go deeper, back, do a couple go a examples. Deeper. We'll kind of give you an example. Um, I drew up kind of a, I, I pulled from some things I had done mm-hmm. a few years ago and I you know, revised a few things here and there, used AI right. uh, to give me some more ideas. We'll, and, we'll give you that um, idea. So, so we'll give you that idea too. But yeah, it's, I, I would say if you're interested in this, start small and start, start small. with and we'll put some stuff in the show notes for this episode. Uh, Michael Matera is almost on, like Maturo. Very almost good. Almost like <laughs> um, But he is on YouTube, and he has got a lot of great videos, real, real short videos on how to get started. Yep. And then if you want to build in things like like XP experience points, if you want to build skill in things points. like skill points, badges. I love that. Um, Exper- all those different things. Can so, you imagine? Yeah. Like even have kids have experience points like be risk takers like things mm-hmm. that they didn't want to do before like a speech right. is worth 
a lot more points because it's mm -hmm. an experience that like you're risk taking to do yeah. versus skill points, which I can do mm -hmm. this, I can do this objective. I just yeah. love having that freedom to build those mm -hmm. things into my classroom. What a yeah. great way to start. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's another great way too of building in because a lot of I think a lot of the meetings we've been to um, just in recent months have been talking a lot about soft skills. Yes. You know, the idea of a lot of the, you know, the, the jobs for 2025, we yes. keep seeing that list of what are the important jobs that are gonna be, uh -huh. that people are looking for, what are the skills people or employers are looking for, for 2025, and a lot of them are these soft skills. It's yes. about collaboration, it's about listening, it's about all these different things, and I think that's a great way, you can build that yep. into your mm -hmm. game, into your class game, and then you can get badges. You know, this, this student gets so cool. the, you know, master listener badge or I something would, exactly. like that. Or, yeah. or the empathetic badge, yes. like the mm -hmm. the student who's yeah. empathetic or who's the most So caring. even if it's not something that ties into your quote-unquote grade right. uh, that you're giving for the class, it is still, the student can get that badge right. and say they accomplished this. So when it comes time, and that's a great way for you as a teacher too, when it comes time to parent-teacher conferences, yeah. think about, you know, you're sharing with the parent, uh, this is how we do our right. class and I want to show you the badges. That your child got and they got this badge and this badge and it's just another way it's of showing so cool. off the skills that the students have learned and, and just some of the things that they have as their strengths or what they're working on yeah, yeah. and I, the one last thing i think that I, I think is really cool that you and i were talking about too is like you can earn badges as an individual mm -hmm. as a group yeah. like so as you think about how you can add this to your classroom you know students can earn individual badges or yeah. stars or points whatever and they can also as we're building our SEL community how can we build this as a team too so like you can do both right yeah. like you can have both in your classroom it's a really great yeah. for fun for meeting objectives being social we love gamification and we'll be talking about it yeah again yeah. So we'll come back. We'll have another gamification. Uh, it'll be for the next time we get around to design. Mm -hmm. uh, so it'll probably be in about four or five weeks or so. But hang on for that one. We've got some other great stuff coming up right. in the next few weeks. But uh, we will be back again next week with another episode. So thank you, Karen, as always, Thanks, for being John. here. All right, everybody. We will see you back here next time. Thanks for joining us on another episode of the D73 Drive podcast. Design. Rigor. Innovate. Victory. Everyone. What's driving you?